Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. Welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass, guys, because 30 years ago I was a dumbass, but through the grace of God, I can now honestly say I am a smartass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible close to 80 times. It means donkey, and that's what I was. So everyone out there knows we've had the roughest two years of our lives, the entire world. Some people made it and unfortunately some have not, but I want everyone out there to know that someone is listening and I am always here. I am a recovery coach. I'm a nutritional health coach. If anyone needs my services, all my services are free. Please reach out and know that you are not alone. If anyone would like to buy my book as a gift for anyone, a family in need, someone struggling with addiction, any type of addiction, guys, it's not just drugs. You can reach out to Simon & Schuster, Archway Publishing Online. Having said that, I have a very cool guest with us today. She has so many accolades. Her story is crazy. Um, You know, without further ado, first of all, let me introduce Phyllis Allen, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. <laughs> How are you, girl? I'm doing great, and I'm very pleased to be with you today, Jerry. So, Phyllis, you know, your resume is crazy, and that that's a compliment. Crazy, insane, okay? Thank you. Oh, oh, my goodness. You know, before we get started, before I play some of your songs, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Let's start there. Okay. I started at the age of five, beginning to play piano and theory and learning vocal scales and exercises with my teacher. And it was Dorothy and Sidney Morrow. They both, she took care of certain parts and he took care of the piano and the voice. And um, I performed solos at Carnegie Hall, Carfisher Hall and Town Hall in New York City before the age of 14. And at 14, I was accepted at Juilliard. That's the thing. I would all began. That's crazy. We, we have to give a couple shout-outs, especially to Johnny T, baby. Johnny Charlize, he's in the chat room. He's our connection. Yes. Hi, John. How you doing? <laughs> we love you, Johnny. Um, he's amazing. Uh, he is. You know, he gets me so many cool interviews, and we just love Johnny. Yes, uh. we do. I want to give a shout out, of course, to Babalu. He's in chat room and he's my front and center guy and he's my sound check. And he says, all is good, girlfriend. So we are good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's great. So, so you know what? Um, I, I guess I do want to ask you a couple questions. So you're a vocalist, musician, and you're also a DJ. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. And you started at the age of five. Yes. Okay. You've also done jingles and voiceovers. Yes, I have. Fun, <laughs> fun to do. Yes. So I love crazy, silly things more than anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your jingles and voiceovers. Well, my jingles came out of my singing uh, because of the people that I met along the way. And somebody approached me on the radio station that I was listening to to come on and sing with my group. And when he heard me, he said, how about doing some jingles for us? And that's how it started. <laughs> Voiceovers, well, that came years later. I pursued that by going online and finding out about it. And then I put an ad in a certain paper in Florida where I was, and I got people to call me and ask me. And I did a few, but I liked the jingles better. So, all right, I love all that stuff. What was your favorite jingle? Um, let's see. I did one for uh, Ken Held, and, for, and, I, and I used the music Boy from New York City. <laughs> And I changed the words, and it was great. And I brought my group in, and we went to the radio station, and we you know, we did it through the radio station, so it came out really awesome. That's really cool. <clears throat> I can't sing, but I'm a poet, you know? I would love to write a jingle, man, and have you do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, one day, listen, one day that might happen, okay? That's hey, so cool. Time. Yeah, that's, that's so true. cool. That's um, so cool. Well, I do have a range of, of, of six octaves, so I could do anything. That's so and cool. I have a CD that is called uh, Phyllis Allen Through the Years with her groups. It covers 10 years of doing doo-wop with the three groups that I fronted and I and I owned, you know, and I did everything with. Right. I still am friends with all of them, and they're awesome people, and they're awesome talent. Well, I saw that you also performed, you've performed in so many places, but you've also performed in New Jersey at Garvey's. I'm going to be there tonight. Oh, oh really? Oh, I love Garvey's. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I love yeah. the best. It's a great place. Ken Ryan's doing, you know, uh, Toys for Tots uh, oh, dinner show. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And say hello to everybody for me. They I know will. me well. Yep. I'm sure they do. I promise I will. So well, let me go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Nope. I was going to say that in Florida, see, they had the Group Harmony Associations here up north, and we had one in South, you know, South Florida Group Harmony Association, where we had membership, and then we put on big shows, and we brought down big talent to do our shows with us at the Sheridan Bell Harbor in Miami Beach, and I was on the shows with Willie Winfield and the Harptones, Eddie Padocci. The Laws Ren, Solitaires, you name, I'm telling you, the, the Earl Lewis and the Channels, the Dubs, Kathy Jean and the uh, Roommates, the Channels, you name it, I was with these people, and that's how I started to know everybody like we were talking about. Right. That's amazing. There are amazing. other places I performed that had big, you know, and then I performed with um, Jimmy Beaumont uh, yeah. on stage. I did Janet Vogel's part, and I had 102 temperature, and I made it to do those high parts. That's beautiful. I got to hug Willie Winfield. Uh, oh, he was great. He was such a gentleman. Forget it. And I met his whole family. And forget it. You know, brought tears to my eyes. He said, "Why are you? Why are you tearing up, sweetie?" I said, "Because I'm hugging you." Uh, <laughs> oh, you got me chills right now. Uh, <laughs> hey. So let's. Well, like, 
lot of uh, I, I also did a lot of uh, benefits uh, during the uh, times of people that needed them, and uh, that was a great, good feeling to do that too. You know, when yes. you just and people are enjoying, and it's for a good bet, you know, good cause. Right, absolutely. So let's so, give and, let's give okay. everyone a treat, Phyllis. Let's play one oh, of your songs for them, okay? So okay, good. we're going to play Paper Castles, and then you'll talk about this song. Okay. Here we go, guys. about that song uh that song uh came to me uh by suggestion of other people that uh, from louis lyman and, and frankie lyman and uh. they have they had those songs and i said yeah he said because they had that kitty sound which they said that i could do as well i never thought about it at that point and that's where i found paper castle and of course he did it beautifully i just did it differently yes 
my group and the different key as well, and I gave it that ending. Uh, but that's one of my favorites. Everybody asked for that song, So Young I Do, and, uh, you know, I just I have these favorites that people ask me for all the time, and that's one of them. So I have a question. Who were your inspirations growing up? Cher. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. You're the only one that ever said it, and that boldly, Cher. <laughs> her on hsn she was selling her first perfume and took her four years to you know to make it she looks fabulous and she's 75 years <laughs> we all want to be her when we grow up listen that's cool i was, I was wearing my bangs and my long hair and my <laughs> bell bottoms with her you know you know so funny you're saying that i always tell everyone on here that i was born too late because i'm only 60 and all my favorites are the oldies the doo-wops and elvis is my guy and, and you know, <laughs> and I should be in. I, I tell everyone I would have been in a poodle skirt with blue suede shoes, a black leather jacket, and long hair. <laughs> well, Jerry, uh, you know what? We, you know, it's never too late. You know, that's right, baby. It's never too I, late. I have, I have, I have a big record collection of Elvis. I have his albums and his and every and his little LPs, EPs. I have a feeling that somebody out there might want them because I'm moving and I don't want to take the chance of taking them with me. If you do, please let Jerry know. They're in mint conditions, and I love him. I had them all over my room when I grew up. Well, um, get me the information and the costs and everything, okay? Okay. Okay, because right. Jerry might be interested. We'll talk about it. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Um, my oh. little tidbit about Elvis, and then we'll play another one of your songs. So okay. I got to interview Marion, Elvis's nurse. She's 95 now. We've become very good friends. And through cool. her, I got a hello from Priscilla, and I was supposed to meet Priscilla and be brought on stage through COVID. That didn't happen, but uh -huh. I'm hoping it still will. But well, are yeah. you ready for this? Yes. I got to interview Elvis Aaron Presley Jr., he's 60 years old, and I got proof, papers, documents stating oh, he is who wonderful. he says he is, and I got to interview Elvis's son. Well, let me add something to that. Yes. I Elvis right before he died in Florida. I was sitting front row looking right up his nostril, oh. and he threw me his guitar strap, and I still have it. Well, I am very I jealous. I'm happy have you have it. I have the the concert ticket framed in my Elvis room because I, I never made it, but I never made it to the concert. Uh, yep. He I, passed away. Yeah. I'll have to come visit you with my collection. Oh. All right, sweetheart. Now let's play. We're going to play a song possibility. Here we Good. go. Take the tempo the do something by the crowns.
Possibility. Possibility is a song that I heard the Barons do, and Mickey is uh, uh, Sticks is on the Facebook. Yes. But when I posted that song, he told me that his group was the one that did that song, and that he said that he thought that I did a very good job. I don't need to say any more. The original people that did the that song told me that I did very well. And I love it. It's one of my all-time favorites. And it's an upbeat song. Dance to it. You know, I sound like Dick Clark. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's really a great song. And that's how I found it. And that's how I did it. And that's the accolades I got for it. And I was very proud about that. So tell us a little bit more, a little bit more about everything you've done. Okay, well, <clears throat> I've been a principal in management, production, choreography, vocal harmonies, and voice techniques. I formed groups and performed as lead, but I taught them all. If they didn't know doo-wop, I made them doo-woppers by teaching them how to do their vocal training and talk, you know, everything that needed to be done. I also uh, had talent shows in Florida where I um, public speaking and commercial jingles, what we talked about. And um, I do oldies to the present. That's the kind of music. I can do any kind of music, and I like all music. But doo-wop is in my heart. Yep, doo-wop. You know, and so, you know, that's it. And I've been on, well, I've had a lot of radio performances. Uh, Bondi Tunes, from, that is in Australia. Doo-wop Cafe, The Serious Radio with Bobby B. Uh, and, and. You know, people in Florida, Ken Held, and others that were on the radio, WLRN in, in Florida. Right. That, you know, but, and so, and it's always great to talk to everybody. And you could find me on Facebook under Phyllis Allen. That's my page. And if you want to go to my fan page, which is like my website, it's Phyllis Allen's with an apostrophe S fan page. Please come by and say hello. Or you could find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel under Phyllis Allen, A-L-L-Y-N. So that's things. And I'm in, I'm in Philadelphia right now. And I've been doing some singing at, at Garvey's, you know, and, and different shows that were put on by people that are no longer here. They Unfortunately, they left us from the virus. But I did do, some, you know, so it's called the Philly Five. And we put on a do-up show for Christmas one, a couple of years ago. And it was fun. And my friend, my friend Chubb, who was no longer with us, Possibility was one of his favorite that he used to ask me to sing all the time. So shout out to, to the, you know, to him and his family. But of course, you know, I, I, I miss a lot of people that I lost, like we all have. Right. So anyway, affiliations with South Florida Group Harmony Association from Florida, Southwest Florida Group Harmony, which is 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 in the southwest of Florida. The New Jersey Doo-Wop Group, Harmony Singers Club, and, uh, well, the String Band Club in Philly that is no is closed right now because of the COVID. So your buddy, Johnny T, Johnny Terlizzi, he's one of your biggest fans, man. He's messaging and saying some great things, how amazing you are, how great you sound, and hello to you. And So give hello. him another shout-out. 
Hello, hello, everybody out there. Thank you for joining us and, and, and your support. It's great. <laughs> we love Johnny T. Um, so I want to ask you a couple things. Like when, yes. when you were, you're, you're like a firecracker. Okay. Your personality is really awesome and, Thanks. you know, bubbly. And I love that. So when you were younger and you were involved in music and in school, how was that? Like, did you sing in school? Did you sing down the halls? Yes. I, I'm just curious. I did. We used to have sing. It was called sing. Um, uh, it didn't happen until you got to junior high school. So seven, eight, and nine. I, I was singing with the uh, with the uh, with the shows that they put on in, in the group, and then I had some you know solos I had. Yes, I was doing that. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, and I could see you bopping around as this little peanut, you know, in the hallway. <laughs> you know, I, I just picture that. Okay, so I, well, yeah, my, you know, I I was a cheerleader in high school, and and that was another way of getting rid of a lot of. Um, you know, you know, it was great. It was great. Right. I love football, so it was perfect. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so then that's really cool. So I'll, I'll tell you something you're going to love then. So my my daughter's dad, we're, we're divorced, but he's remarried to one of my very best friends. We're all good. We spend holidays together. His two children, his son was the um, coach. The, he was an assistant coach for Rutgers University, and now oh. he is the coach... I always get this wrong. Um, I I forget where he's at. He's in another state, and he is the coach, Steve Shimko. Okay. Um, oh, I hope he did. <laughs> and my um, daughter's sister is Taylor Shimko, and she's a Rockette. So, yeah, we're football families as well, and it's really cool. So. I'm an Eagles fan because, you know, I've been here uh, in Philly for 10 years and I love that. And when they won the Super Bowl, wow, you know, well, Florida with the Dolphins, but, you know, they weren't doing too well when I left. Okay, so my grandson was an Eagles fan and my daughter was a Cowboys fan. This is before the uncle got really involved. He was younger. This is my grandson was a, a little kid. He's 21 now. And I had a poker league. So I'm running a poker game. And it was, I guess, the playoffs where the Eagles were playing against the Cowboys. So I ordered two pair of Crocs. One was the Eagles and one was the Cowboys. I had one on each foot. I had blue sweatpants on and a green sweatshirt. And the whole time I'm going, who's crying? My daughter or my grandson? Oh, your daughter. I'm like, that's fine. (laughs) I like the Crocs. One of each. One of each. Listen, okay. I was like, it was great. So, all right, now let's give everybody another treat, girlfriend, and we're going to play Maybe. Here we go.
this song? One of my favorites. Um, I've always uh, sang that song from when I was a small child. And the biggest thing besides singing that with the girl group that I had at that time, I met Arlene Smith. And I had a wonderful lunch with her and, and her manager. Well, she was performing at a show that I was on, but she, she came after. And she said, please don't go anywhere. Let's sit down and let's chat. She, I did that song on the show, and she heard me do it. And we had the most delightful luncheon. She told me all about her group and all her, you know, and everything that she had gone through and who she met and this and that. And she said, you know, she liked, of course, you know, she, she complimented me on my version of it. And she loved the girls and she wanted, she said, anytime I'm back in town, I'll give you a call. I had not seen her. I don't think she came back because I had not heard from her. But that is, that was the best to be able to do that, not knowing that she was there. Right. And, and coming off the, the, you know, we came up, you know, and saw her right there. And she said, I'd like to talk to you. Wow. And I didn't even know who it was at the, because she, she was heavy, very heavy. And she really didn't look like I, I remembered seeing her pictures. But she was great. She was great. And I loved singing that song. And the girls did a fabulous job with me. And uh, I just, it's just, I loved all my music. I have to say, not only what I sing, but I'm saying I love my music. I love doo-wop. Right. 60s and I just and you can make a doo-wop out of any song we did a song we live in my neighborhood that was a 60s song done differently and we made it an acapella song in one of our shows so you could really do that but that was that I love that I hope everybody enjoyed so let me ask you this then can you take any Elvis song maybe one day and record it as a doo-wop sure why don't you do that? I will now think about it. It's on my list. That is so cool. <laughs> you can do that, but of course I have to have that group behind me. But I would do that when I get to Florida. Right. I have people. Yeah. That, that's a great idea. I, I mean, want, come I on. The rights. You, know, you have to get the rights to do that, I think. What? Well, wait a minute now. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, but people sing Elvis songs all the time. You mean because of recording it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and playing it on. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to okay. see if that's a good idea. Okay. But then what I'm going to be doing when I get to Florida, I'm going to be finding a place to have a, the South Florida Group Family Association there. Twice a month, we'll meet and we'll get a membership if we're lucky. And then with the money, with the membership, we'll bring in groups and people to entertain in that particular venue. And that is one of the things that I'm planning on doing when I get to Florida. Plus, okay. I would put another group together and go out and sing. But I don't know how I don't know how it is in Florida versus where I am right now. Right. Yeah, but I now, think Florida is amazing for that because I have a lot of friends in Florida, entertainers and people who even put on shows, and it's so much more open and free there right now, and especially great, great. with the with the venues. Great. Yes. Great. So you'll you'll do something really special. Okay, well that's great. I'm, I'm hoping it goes good because I love the, the South Florida group only what we did before, and we brought down people and we rented places to do it. But um, that was a while ago, and I don't know who wants to do it, but I do. I, okay. I all that background and production and everything, and it's got to 
you know, it's got to work for that particular venue also. Right. You're right. Okay. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy about going back to Florida. So now let's play a beautiful song. Since I don't have you. (gasps) That's with Jimmy Beaumont. Jimmy Beaumont. You're going to hit. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Here we go, guys. Yeah. This is from 1959. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a big hit record with this next song. We'd like to thank you all for supporting the oldies and keeping it going like you have all through these years. Thank you. We love you. Let's do it. just for a little bit, okay? Because we had a young lady work real hard, you know, on this. She's going to come out here and, and she's going to sing this ending with me. Phyllis Allen, come on out and join the group, honey. Okay, let's take it, let's take it back to the, uh, we're going into the bridge now, okay? Since I don't have you. Get ready, baby. And I guess I never will ever again When you walked out on me In walks of misery and talk about that oh that was a oh that was great um don miller was putting on a show and he had jimmy on the show he was the headliner and he got a group behind him uh to sing 
and they brought me in just to do the high part. But the thing about that, is, as awesome as it was, I woke up that morning with a, the flu and 102 temperature. And I said, how am I going to do this? Well, I went to the hotel, and Walgreens was close to the, in, attached to it. And I went up, and I was looking for cough drops or Ricola or whatever I could do. And the platters were on the show. And the female that was in the group at the time, she said to me, you sound terrible. I said, yeah, and I have to sing. And I told her. So she, ta- she, went, she went back there and, this, and got me peach schnapps. Okay. I, and a little teeny-weeny bottle, right? And I drank that, and I was able to wash all whatever's in my throat and everything, and I was able to do that part. Beautiful. Amazing. And Dinny and was great. Amazing. And I, he died, you know, soon after that, and right. that was, you know, sad. Amazing. But, yeah, the highlights of my career. <laughs> So now let's play I Need Your Love. Here we go. Tell us about that. A beautiful song by the Metallics. That's a real obscure duo group. And um, I just loved it. And it's a, a way to show my octaves and my and my talent and, and the talent of the men that were with me. 
and we just, you know, and everybody at the show just loved our performance, especially that song, because you don't hear it by right. every day. And that, so. There you it, go. It means, yeah. Beautiful. So we have two more songs. I'd like to get them in, and then we'll we'll give everyone your info again. So now okay. let's play um, If You Want to Live with Vintage, if, right? No, If You Want To. If You Want To. Oh, Live with if, Vintage. Gotcha. No, it's called You Could Come If You Want To. Okay. But on the it's If You Want To. Okay, here we go. about that song it's beautiful that song was done <laughs> on my first live show with my group vintage and the south florida group on the association at the sheridan bell harbor that was my first time being on a big show doing singing duet with my group beautiful absolutely beautiful yes babalu <laughs> says unreal yep you're right babalu beautiful 
Thank you, Babalu. Yeah, we love you, Babalu. <laughs> so um, now I'm going to play Smoke From Your Cigarette. I absolutely love this song. The sound is awesome. So here we go. You must love it too. I could hear the way you're breathing, heavy girlfriend. (laughs) Here we go. Smoke from your cigarette. about that song well I like Lillian Leach and the Mellows I like a lot of her songs and this was one of hers that I heard on a um, album that I had and it caught my attention and I you know and I love doing acapella with no, mu- with no music sometimes okay but, uh, and this group was um, a, a, my group uh, after vintage after vintage and I broke up uh, I put a Phyllis Allen and Harmony, and there were Harmony girls and there were Harmony guys. And Bobby, Norm, Sandy, and Bill were the ones who backed me up on that. And uh, it's one of my favorites, and I love it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give um, you an opportunity to say last words. And I'm, before I give you that the floor, I want to say thank you to everyone out there listening. I want to say thank you to everyone in the chat room. I want to say thank you to RTR for this incredible platform. Angel and Steve, the owners of Remember Them Radio, because without this platform, we wouldn't be here today. I want to say thank you to all my worldwide listeners Phyllis, you are everywhere. You are in the UK. You're in Australia. You Listen, you're in Hong Kong. You are now in Africa. 
You are all over. You are in Italy. You are in Scotland. I mean, we are everywhere. Ireland. It is amazing. I have such a great support team. So, um, again, thank you to everyone. And when this show is posted, please share it. Guys, everyone, please go to my YouTube channel, the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel, and subscribe. Great things are happening. So, Phyllis, tell everyone your last words. And I want to thank you, sweetheart, for giving me such a great show. Freddie's in the chat room. He got there. He wasn't just listening. Hey, Freddie. Yep, we love you. Yep, Freddie. Thank you, everybody out there listening. Thank you for your support, Jerry. It's been a real pleasure being on, and I'm so proud of you with all your accolades. Oh, thank you. And I just want to say, if anybody wants to stop by on Facebook and say hi, you could find me under Phyllis Allen, A-L-L-Y-N, or you can go to my fan page, which is Phyllis Allen's with apostrophe S, fan page, or you can go to my YouTube channel, Phyllis Allen. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for inviting me today. Amazing. So, guys, I want to close out. Um, oh, yes, and, and Johnny T saying, pick up her CD on Crystal Ball Records. Do it, guys. Do it. That yes. would be a great Phyllis Christmas and- gift. Yes. yes, it is. I have, and I have, it's just calling. I have plenty. I can send it out to you. Let me know. Okay, beautiful. So, guys, I want to um, close with a poem of mine from my book. And there's a reason why. Again, this has been the toughest two years of everyone's lives. And again, Some made it and some have not, unfortunately. But if there's anyone out there thinking that you don't want to make it, please know I'm here to listen. I'm a recovery coach. Please reach out. Reach out to someone. But I want to close with this poem and please listen. It's called Put Down the Gun. And the gun can be anything that you want to possibly maybe end your life with, okay? I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done. I kept it safe locked in my room because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do. But I kept on hearing that gentle voice. Put down that gun. You have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day, but that's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun and go take a shower. Ask someone for help. You do have that power. Guys, please know you're not alone. If you need help, I'm always here to listen. So again, thank you. Thank you to everyone out there. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you to RTR and Phyllis. First and foremost, thank you to you today for giving me your time and honoring me with this incredible interview, girlfriend. Oh, my pleasure. And, and you know, let's chat, you know, soon. You got it, sweetheart. Here we go, right. guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. When you don't know just what to do. Just what to do. Just what to do. If what you're feeling is really true. It's really true. Really true. Just keep your ideas safe and sound. Safe and sound, safe and sound. That's exactly how change is found. Change is found.